Hello, welcome to another episode of Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. I'm your host, Michael, and with me is Dr. Jared Hill. Hello. On today's episode, we're going to ask the question, are you active or are you exercising or are you doing both? We'll be right back. Hello again, and welcome to the podcast. I, again, am your host, Michael, and with me is uh, chiropractor, CEO, founder of Hill Family Chiropractic, Dr. Jared Hill. <laughs> hello, hello. And uh, <laughs> we are we had quite the fun time trying to get that intro <laughs> completed, but uh, here we are uh, yes. on another episode talking about uh, exercising, being fit and active, and the difference between the two. Uh, we've actually had some requests for a topic like this. Uh, from several listeners asking if we could talk a little and a more lot of about patients on the exercise. table. Yeah, a lot of patients on the table. People asking us, "What, what do I need to do?" And so this comes from not only uh, like uh, comments on videos and such, but also c- live conversations. You know, at work every day, doing adjustments for patients and, and seeing patients come through the office. So um, I want to start with a simple question, just to kind of help us uh, kind of talk through this topic. The, you know. My first question for us, this is for you to start, is what, what kind of student were you in school? Did you do your homework? Were you studious? I was an A-B student. A-B? A- yeah, A-B. No and way. Yeah, yeah, meaning like I felt you like I did okay as long uh-huh. as I – I didn't have to have straight A's. Gotcha. But I felt like I needed to at least get A's and B's. Yeah. And when it came to studying – I probably had to study a little bit more than the average or the, I felt like I did anyway, because gotcha. I, I, uh, I was concerned about my grades and like, uh, making sure. And also I just wanted to make sure that I, if for some reason, the instructor or the teacher, like that mm-hmm. they were happy with me too. Yeah. Well, I, I was the opposite. I, <laughs> I uh, did very good in school and I didn't have to try very hard. See? There you go. And so um, I got great, really good grades, academic letter all through high school every year. And I, I mean, I got a D in, I'll never forget getting a D in seventh grade math. And from then on was like, never more, never will I do that again. And so I, but I, I literally like did my homework the morning before it was due and stuff all the time, but it was just never a challenge yeah. for some reason. And that may some, say something about the school or teachers, or it may just say something about why I've know, hired you as my office. Manager. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know. um, but I, I got away with procrastination and developed a bad habit. So that's not good, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I got away with it too easily. So that kind of stinks. But, uh, and yeah. I, I, uh, they wanted to hold me back from, uh, ah. kindergarten. Uh-huh from when you from, were really little. yeah so, so <laughs> i was one that i had to develop good disciplined uh routines yeah. to uh work through things yeah that's the problem right. with with those of us who procrastinate is we get away with it too often and it 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 rewards the bad habit right you know you know my brain just i found uh you know i used to worry about that but i just realized my brain actually works a little different than a lot of people's and that it uh it's really mm. good at seeing the big picture of a lot of things and that's why i love what i do yeah. is get to be an investigator and find the underlying issue of a person yeah. seeing a lot of different data and information coming in with a person and what's going on with them but uh, so it was kind of funny like even uh in in chiropractic college uh we'd have a course like biochemistry or, or organic biochemistry and and we would come out of there and my mind would be like <laughs> kind of blown from yeah. uh, the course and I'd have a, a classmate, we'd go, go to, into study in the library and 
and he would uh, he would remember the names of different things, and I wouldn't remember the names, but I would know how it all worked. So yeah, we worked yeah. well together because That's I good. could I could uh, tell him how those fit all together, and he could tell me what the names of them were. Nice, so. yeah, I had a good partner in crime there right. to, to get things done. Yeah, I uh, I think it's good that it's interesting that transition because we uh, as we are talking about exercise and home exercise and everything today for the podcast. That's something we kind of assign to patients as as homework, kind of, right? We, we've we shown you some like spinal therapy tools that we use in the office as well as some ones that we don't recommend you use uh, in a previous episode of the podcast. But there's there's things that, you, that we say, hey, take this home. Here's how you use it. Do this so many times a day. So it's like giving them homework, right? You know, their assignment to go home and do this thing. And a lot of times we get kickback from patients, especially when it comes to like just exercising. Hey, what do you do to exercise every day? Or they get their little sheet that they fill out before they come in for their their progress scans that asks, you know, how many how much do you exercise? And I'm like, well, I, I roof houses, so I exercise seven days a week, you know, because I'm exercising all day. And that's kind of the topic here is the, the difference between that, which is, I think, being active. That's what we're calling an active lifestyle versus actual exercise uh, what is you know so my first question is this why is that different yeah good question so um we run into this a lot because number one the patients that are coming in they they want to get well they want to get through their situations accomplish their goals they want to feel the best they can and all the stuff right yeah and most people they want to come in and just have us solve the problem for them but unfortunately they got where they're at because of their life or injuries or things that have happened to them so we have to kind of guide them and train them and um, uh, through that so they can develop new patterns, new habits to not just have a temporary relief or get well temporarily, right? Um, but to have a change or transition in their life and their health. So so that's why, like we're talking about, is we're trying to help unload and, and help people understand to take the responsibility for their health. And that means if they want to get to this next level, then they need to become active in certain areas or start incorporating specific exercises. So the first question you were talking about active versus exercises, one of the number one questions I get and uh, that our people are confused about is we'll have, I just had a patient of mine, a longtime patient. She was in, um, uh, I guess the day before yesterday and she was, I was trying to help her. She, I was asking her, well, she's having this really extreme lower back pain, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the muscles are really tight. Her hamstrings or glutes, meaning the leg muscles are all really, really tight. And I've been on her about, you know, trying to get her moving and getting her exercising. Um, but she is, uh, so busy. I mean, and she has a lot on her plate. I mean, Mm -hmm. she does. I mean, it is hard to carve out some time. I get it, but she's super active. She says, yeah, but I'm, I'm active all day. I mean, I don't stop. Right. I mean, I'm going from here to there to there to there all day long, going and going and going. And I'm asking her to exercise because that's what's needed to really help uh, get her to the next level to get her her lower back pain and uh, get her spine to hold and actually get stability and get her where she wants to be. Right. And um, it's really hard for someone to understand that because they automatically think that they are getting the, the, the exercise that we need. Yeah. So the, to answer the question, sorry for that long no, explanation, but when when someone is uh, active, um, we can be on our feet and going and going and going, but if the muscles are just kind of constantly contracting, but they're not really uh, having in, um, 
it's just a, it's a semi movement. It's not real intense. Your heart rate is at a, a not getting spiked. So there's lower oxygen levels, lower heart rate, lower blood pressure. There's just that constant. It's almost like a, a, a typewriter that's uh, or someone that's typing and they just have that small little movement. So they just start binding up and those muscles get tighter and tighter. Well, our legs, if we're just on our feet, my point is, is it when we're contracting muscles and we're using those muscles, it is burning off energy and it's creating lactic acid. And that lactic acid is a byproduct where it uh, can sit inside those muscles. And so if we're not stretching them, then they get really, really tight, really stiff and really sore. And if those muscles get really tight, stiff and sore, they start tugging and pulling on your spine and your joints, your hips, your knees or your neck or whatever it is in your body. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that could be someone that is actively moving and going, but they're, we're only limited. We're limited within certain movements when we're doing that. Versus when someone goes and exercises, the goal with the exercise, in my opinion, one a healthy goal would be to uh, strengthen the weak muscles and then stretch out the tight muscles and get more full range movements. When you're having taking a joint through a full range. So if I uh, stood up here and and uh, uh, like for one other example, would be if somebody's running. And they are um, just running at a real slow pace, but they're running all the time and they don't stretch anymore, then their joint actually gets used to that. And then it gets really stiff and all the muscles get stiff, their range of motion, their flexibility decreases, and they can start having knee problems, back problems, all kinds of stuff, even though they're exercising every day. Hmm. But we want to have some full range movements to drive in the nutrients. That stretching of the joint helps to... uh, uh, push that lactic acid out. And then, of course, when we're getting our heart rate up, it put, gets oxygen and it dilates those blood vessels, gets the heart rate up, gets the blood pressure increased. So that way it drives good nutrients and oxygen through to your joints, your muscles, and pushes a lot of that lactic acid and stiffness out as well. So anyway, there's a big difference between just being active versus exercising and um, and how the body responds to that. Okay, great. So, so we... So a great example would be somebody like my wife, Melinda, who is a dance instructor and a performer and dances all the time. But those dance movements is something she does consistently, constantly, like every day she's doing ballet, tap, jazz, all the things and whatever that entails. But she also enjoys coming to the fitness classes here at our office mm-hmm. and and using bands to work out and you know doing different different techniques and use and using our fitness coaches to help her with strategies to strengthen the muscles she uses for dance and strengthen the joints and hydrate the joints and all the things um, because she you know her whole point is you know I could dance all the time but she's like I'm 37 years old and I have to strengthen everything around that and do more than what I always do in order to you know, to improve and to, to be better at the, the typical thing. So somebody, so, so I think if I'm understanding correctly, what you're saying is somebody who climbs a ladder all day long and gets on, on and off roofs to do inspections or to, to, to do whatever, there's somebody that's going to say, well, I'm, I'm constantly climbing a ladder. Like that's exercise, right? Always all day long. Yes. But if you're doing real exercise, not just an active, then when you go home from those days of climbing the ladder all day, you're not going to feel as much like, Oh, I got hit by a truck today. You know, all the climbing, all because your body has been pushed beyond that to the point of 
you know, that is just the normal every day now. And the, the exercise is where your limits are now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So to add on to that, the guy that's climbing ladders and mm-hmm. you, so if let's say three times a week, they are, uh, even just 30 minutes of going and doing an, uh, some healthy movements, going, taking the body through, it could be body weight. It could be at home or resistance, whatever you want to do, but taking the body where they're getting their heart rate up, and they're getting, they're sweating, they're dilating the blood vessels, pushing oxygen to, throughout their body. That's going to work out the stiffness and then help yeah. create flexibility, that, how they're using their calves and their legs in different ways that are just getting all stiff and tight and sore. That's going to work that out, flush those muscles to where then they're going to feel a lot lighter on their feet to where then their job is actually just another form of exercise. Yeah. Instead of, you know, that, that act being active, as long as they can well round that with doing some stretching and getting their heart rate up and, and a different form of exercise. Yeah. It, it's interesting because you think of like professional athletes or somebody, you know, somebody who plays baseball. I mean, it's baseball spring training right now. I'm seeing the Texas Rangers stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, these guys are out there every day, all day, hitting baseballs, running laps, running bases, throwing the balls as far as they can, like doing everything they do to play the game that they play. Mm-hmm. But then a big chunk of their day every day is in the gym, right? Working out and running long distances on the treadmill or outside or whatever. You don't run long distances in baseball, right? Like right, it's right, yeah. 90 feet most of the time, bams, to the, to the bases. But they're doing that because they have to push themselves beyond. So the baseball is just easy for them, right. for their bodies. And you, so the goal, of course, especially with a professional athlete, is they want to be as adaptive and resilient as possible. Yeah, yeah. We do too. I mean, like, right. so when we want to uh, be at our best at work or be our best as a mom at home mm-hmm. for the kids or whatever it is, you want to be more well-rounded and more have more resilience adaptability. So that means what are you doing on a regular basis that's challenging your body, taking it through all the ranges of motion. So that way, uh, when you go to pick up the groceries, Oh, it doesn't hurt your back yeah. or you stumble off the curve a little bit wrong, or you're lifting a load of laundry or whatever it is that someone's doing. You want to be able to make sure you're getting good, healthy movements so your body can react appropriately. And otherwise that's what causes a lot of the problems mm. that we see in our office constantly. Yeah. And, um, people don't realize they're like, man, I hardly did anything or, or, well, because of their body wasn't, is not used to a lot of those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so another question that's kind of based on the benefits of the exercise, uh, if you're getting chiropractic care and you're coming, getting adjusted, you know, and, and the reason we recommend exercise, like what, how does it help in the care that you get in yeah. our office or in your chiropractic office if you're from somewhere else and go to a different chiropractor? Well, again, the whole reason why we're adjusting the spine is to remove interference to the nervous system so that way the body can um, can can heal, repair, and function at its best, right? Yeah. And so uh, that means we want it to also a uh, strong, healthy, adaptive, resilient spine. And um, unfortunately, when we... Uh, someone comes in as an, as a new patient, most of the time they've had problems or a subluxation where the spine has been shifted to a level and many, many years where it's actually caused degeneration or arthritis. So when we start adjusting to getting that area moving healthier and better and allowing better nerve flow, when we adjust it, guess what it wants to do? Go right back. It wants to go back. There's a nerve and muscle memory pattern that's established yeah. where it's, it's developed. A lot of times people have like a shift or a curve a translation in their spine somewhere that um, when we adjust it, it wants to go back to the pattern it's gotten used to for years. It could be the way they've slept. It could be from a car accident. So if we want to optimize that function and not just have a temporary impact, 
that's where the exercises come into play because we're not only adjusting to restore function and health in the nervous system, decreasing inflammation, getting their body to feel better, all that, but it's 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 about getting it to stabilize, get, become more resilient. So that's yeah. where that's why we're like, hey, if you want to get to this next level and, and get more stable, then you're going to want to incorporate these exercises. And a lot of people are not ready for that, and that's okay. But there are a lot of people that want to know, like, hey, what can I do? And so right. we have to give them specific exercises. And usually there's two different forms of uh, exercise that we call in our office. Some of them are home exercises mm-hmm. or or therapies. Yeah. Yeah. We So we've got general exercise, right? Like total, just general exercise, going and doing your CrossFit or your strength training or your long jogs that you do and your home videos. Yeah. Whatever it is. Exactly. All those different things. Then you've got our intentional home exercises. And I, and I like the word intentional for Mm -hmm. these because they're kind of targeted for what's going on based on like almost like a, like a prescription from the doc, from your chiropractor. And then you've got even more kind of intentional home therapies that most, and kind of what, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think kind of what differentiates them in our office is, is if there's some sort of qu- equipment involved, uh, then it's typically called a therapy. And then if it's just a home exercise where you're just doing some something like squats or something you can just do at home, then we, we just have like home exercises uh, recommended. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely on the uh, right track with that because the our home exercises is typically when someone starts, mm-hmm. and let's say if they have a hip translation, their body's shifted over to one side or the other, and um, then we'll give them some mirror image exercises like, hey, mm-hmm. we want you to start shifting your body the other direction or whatever that might be to start training and getting the body to be able to move um, with the ligaments, the tendons, the muscles. And um, those are kind of like your, your home exercises, right? Whether it's neck yeah. extension, if they've got a head forward, we might be giving them the neck extension. There's, there's a, a multitude of different types of exercises we can, in a sense, prescribe or, or recommend for them. Yeah. Then the therapies, they have, there's, like you said, there's, uh, we have some different therapy devices uh, in office. Some of them, uh, we have to do some decompression, some, mm-hmm. some traction, some um, uh, laser or different things like that. But uh, we also have home therapies. So sometimes we have a patient be doing a home cervical traction device where it hangs on the door, they contraction, it helps mm-hmm. to hydrate the discs. And, and, um, and we, it would be great. We could uh, give a, a link to... Yeah, uh, we'll do that. We'll put that in the show notes of this episode or in the description on the YouTube or Facebook video that will give you a link to the the other youtube videos that show what these exercises look like yeah i mean just as instead of trying to describe them all but anyway here's just we'll be able to at least get you some of those uh you can look at it and it's going to be very specific for the individual once we find out what's going on with them we'll recommend certain uh exercises but this may be uh helpful for you to see what what might be uh that we do that we recommend yeah and it's it's the it's the kind of thing that is uh it's not as generalized right as as just exercising it's like he said, that we actually give you a sheet that says, here's the ones highlighted that the doctor thinks is going to help in your current situation based on the results of the exams you did and the, your your last couple adjustments. So Yeah, I mean, we're, we're literally evaluating their posture, their nervous system, yeah. looking at how much their muscles are tugging and pulling from percentage levels throughout their spine, looking at inflammation. We're looking at their uh, digital x-ray, the, uh, the chiropractic exam, all these pieces to really evaluate what should they focus on next, right? Yeah. What are your top things we need to start with right yeah and so um so yeah so those will be something that you can go check out and look at in the uh, in the the links in the description of these and so uh i think i think as we uh talk about like homework doing your homework and looking at what you know what we 
whether it be for us was we talked about school, but this is something that as patients, uh, just the understanding of the the purpose behind it, I think is really useful because, uh, you know, we 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 I think we covered that pretty good, but but we talked about the the idea that. Uh, you know, you can only basically you can only get so far with just a chiropractic adjustment and then you can only get so far with just general exercise or just the 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 home exercises we recommend or just the therapies like it takes a little bit of all of it. Right. Yeah. Like a, like a like they would always say a part of a balanced breakfast. It's just part of a, a balanced, healthy <coughs> health care plan, you know, wellness plan for you. Um, well, it's, it's really how far you want to take it. So I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's the ultimate, we want to come alongside, what is your goal? And then yeah. we'll, we'll give the recommendations are based on that. And then that's incorporating, we're going to give you recommendations, but we can, we can only do so much for your health. We yeah. can come right alongside and help guide you, direct you and help your spine be healthier, your nervous system. But then you got to be able to, uh, you know, uh, feed it the way you, you, that you're supposed to, to move mm-hmm. it the way you're supposed to. And all those things that we've talked about in uh, previous episodes to really, to maximize your results. But even if you yeah. didn't do any of those, we have, we have, we have a per- small percentage of patients that they're not going to do any other changes yeah. and that's okay. We're, they're still going to get, uh, some really good results, right? but uh, we just want to make sure that we're able to provide if they're wanting to go to the next level and get yeah. great and amazing results, exactly. right? life you're, transformational results. You're going to get benefits, but there is an element and every time you come into our office, you're going to get a hundred percent of the care we are able to give you in our office. And then the rest of the care is up to you. You know, you're going to get all the resources we can give you to decide what percentage you want to put into your care and your health and your wellness. And so that's up to you, whether you follow the home exercises and do what's recommended home with home therapies and do a fitness class or a, whether it's at our office or somewhere else, a fitness class or a video or personal or training, hot yoga or personal training, whatever it is you like yeah. to do, you know, th- that's up to you. But the, the greater imp- it's, you're only going to get out of it what you put into it. So mm-hmm. the greater input, the greater benefit. So, so yeah, before we close, I just wanted to wrap back around to like, for example, um, the lady I was talking about uh, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and it, it, she is a prime example of so many patients that will, will come in and they can, oh man, I'm doing so much better. And they'll get to a place where they start to plateau, but then they're like, there's just this thing that's kind of still hanging in there. And, um, if we haven't incorporated those other steps, sometimes those are things, the things that are holding someone back from yeah. continually moving forward. And our body is meant to move. So uh, a chiropractic adjustment is not going to take replace you getting the exercise you need. And, um, even if you're super active, even if you're very, very active, Mm -hmm. sometimes those are the patients that have more pain and inflammation because they have a lot more lactic acid and stiffness built up in their body. And so what's, what's cool though, is when those patients take two weeks and dedicate and say, (laughs) all right, I'm going to two or three times this week, I'm going to go ahead and start just doing some basic movements, how yeah. much better they start to feel. They start to function so much better. And then they start going another level and another level with their overall health and how their body then will uh, start creating more stability, more resiliency. So that way then they can go and do and be as active as they want to be. Right. So that's, right. that's the key is there's so many things that we are limited but we've got to um, just keep that in mind when we're looking at, at the difference between an exercise and being yeah. active. We've got to get the heart rate up, the oxygen pushing through there, the joints and the muscles going through their full ranges of motion on a regular basis. 
if I can have one more analogy before we end here. Sure, yeah. <laughs> is is uh, like my son, when he was about 10 years old, he, uh, Connor, my oldest, he broke, he broke his, his arm. And um, so when he broke his arm, it was on the, actually on the 4th of July, but it was a, uh, so they, they went in and they casted it, right? So they casted it and it was, it was bent. So then a few weeks later, he takes it off. And of course, the arm's a lot smaller than the other arm. And he, he, he can't even bend it or straighten it all the way. And he can't bend it all the way either. It has yeah. very limited range of motion. And the, the muscle was smaller because of the atrophy, right? So it was the arm and the joint was literally dying, right? Mm. So, I mean, without that movement, the joint and, and the, all those ligaments, the tendons, the muscles, they are not, uh, the body prioritizes what it needs. And the movement is, is a key factor for that. So joints that are not going through their full range of motion, most people, they don't wear out, they rust out. So what I mean by that, you can even have in someone that, um, like your kind of example, like let's say a roofer or somebody that's they're hammering and hammering and hammering. They're using the muscle in a certain motion, mm-hmm. and if that motion is overriding a lot of the other motions, then it starts to throw the joint out of balance. If, and three fourths of the shoulder joint is made up of muscles, and if that gets out of balance, and all of a sudden they can start having all these shoulder problems. But if they balance, keep working on exercising outside of their work or being active, their job that's active, yeah then all of a sudden that could be just one more of the exercises they're doing as long as they're balancing it out with other things. So I just encourage you to take your joints through the full range of motion for the appropriate reception of the joints, the mechanoreceptors that are sent to your brain and to keep oiling and sending nutrients to the joints, the muscles and, and balancing everything out. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, I know it's, it's motivated me that I'm not the active person though. So I'm the, <laughs> I'm the one that's the stagnant one that's sitting still most <laughs> of the time. So I definitely, uh, for similar reasons, you know, I've got to work through, uh, getting more, uh, uh more active in, in exercising too. So, and, and you've been, been doing good. You I have been, been I've uh, had, I go through my ups and downs of, of, uh, when things get busy, the, the exercise is the first thing to get put on the back burner. So yeah, I got to do better about that, but. Well, I did uh, five days in a row last week, and I've done five days since then. I haven't. Really? Yeah, this is a long time for me. That but is anyway, a long time for you. It, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I walked a little bit today. Gotcha. But it, I was going to go for a longer walk, and it was too cold. We were with the dogs. And oh, that yeah. was going to be my exercise, and it hasn't happened nice. yet today. So Nice. Yeah, it got cold. Well, um, <laughs> I just want to remind everybody that if you are listening, whether you're listening to this or you're watching it on video, uh, we are accepting um, – any uh, reviews on any of those places. So uh, if you comment what you like about the, 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 our podcast on YouTube or Facebook, or if you leave a review on any place that you like to listen to uh, podcasts that will allow you to do reviews, Apple will do it, uh, Spotify will allow it, uh, Stitcher will, several others as well. So wherever you're listening to podcasts, I think Google does as well. So wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a review. Uh, we will keep track of all those who do that or send us an email or leave us comments. And uh, we're going to let you win a t-shirt and a uh, gift card. And we'll get that sent out to you uh, next week. We're actually next episode, the 21st episode. This is episode 20. And since we uh, just this last fall celebrated 21 years of being in practice, uh, next um uh, the next episode is the 21st episode. So 21st year, 21st episode, we're going to give away yeah. a, a prize. Yeah, so. we got our, our uh, 20 year anniversary t-shirt. T-shirt. Yep. That, really nice. uh, You've seen, probably seen me wear it on the show or him. Yeah. 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 You can be part of the club. Yep. You can be part of the club too. So just leave a comment or send us an email. We would love to send you that. That's info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. Again, 
info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. And other than that, Dr. Hill, thank you for so much great insight and for inspiration to get back into exercising a little better. It's been probably five or six days for me too. So let's go exercise. Maybe I can do it today. Let's do it now. Probably. Yeah. Let's go go right now. I have to work. (laughs) Dang. Anyway, thank you very much. And uh, we will see you next time on Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. Goodbye. Bye.